fucking shit I be talking about. Half rapping ass motherfuckers. You think it's a game? You think it's a fucking game? Come on. Back in the day, you know, you know about this one. The the funerals, the wakes, the churches, the coffins, the heartbroken mothers. It happens too often. The problems, the things we use to solve them. Yonkers, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Harlem, the hurt, the pain, the dirt, the rain, the church, the pain, the work, the game, the friends, the foes, the bins, the hoes, the studios, the shows. Comes and it goes. The jealousy, the end. That was different, bro. They don't Man. know. This shit give me know. chills because it makes I'm me feel you. like a kid again. I'm and telling like, you. It just brings me back, but also like reminds me of how many artists that we know of today. Yeah. Or even in the past like 20 years or so have been inspired by just what like his energy, um, his approach to hip hop, um, his cadence to the ad libs aspect, yep. the aggressive, the aggression. Like off the top of my head, I, like Waka Flocka. That's one that you can't tell me it was not a result of saying, "Yo, I love DMX." Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yo, X came with that energy though, bro. No matter what, like even that song. That's not a song that's like happy, bro. This man's talking about the struggles that happened in the hood, and you can't help but like feel the energy. Taking what he's mm-hmm. saying, you just rock mm-hmm. with it, like, bro. Next level, man. Yo, that guy is a like one of the greatest that ever did it. Very le- very, very legendary. Yeah. Um, I think his impact has has it's is finally unfortunately being seen like yeah. as it always is after somebody's passed. But I mean, I don't think it's not one of those where we haven't appreciated him. I think we've all like loved DMX throughout the years. We've always wanted to see him win, whether it's him getting out of rehab, getting out of jail. Um, you know, talking about his album that's about to drop, all yeah. of this shit. We all want him to win. And so um, it was very sad to see him go, but I also feel like he's finally free. 
exactly exactly no more demons man none of the stuff he's dealing with that pain all that stuff he's going through man the man's free now and i, I like like you said though i feel like he got his flowers man like i think he's mm-hmm. like one of the he knew, he knew we loved him yeah 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 and like that's what we need to do more of you know what i mean like these artists that that have been in the game you just got to give them their flowers while they're here man yeah i think also dmx is just different in the sense that like i saw like it was a bunch of screen grabs of different tweets of very random things that DMX has done and the randomest places that people saw him were like, he's kicking it on the side of the road in New York, talking with some fans. And then another fan sees him and starts bumping his music loud. And DMX turns instead of like, you know, being like, Oh, I'm fucking DMX. Like, you don't have to do this. Or like, you know, just like a little peace sign. This guy just got hyped with it. And he was like, (laughs) you know, visibly happy that somebody's playing his music and showing love. Um, There's another one where he was sweeping uh, or he he was mopping at the waffle house randomly in a, in like a very random place that he was filming exit wounds up here in Toronto. And he was in a some 41 music video. That's crazy. ATV or something (laughs) like this guy just lived. He did. He did. I heard like story. Yeah. There's so many stories that have been coming out, you know, and like how, um, they were at a, like he and I think Swiss beats and a few other, we're at some joint of an upstate New York, like not some fancy dinner place or whatever fancy restaurant, but X basically paid for every single person's meal in that spot. Like the people that mm, yeah, were with him. Yeah. 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 People that Swiss didn't even that. know. Yeah. So, you know, he was just a generous human being like that, man. And yo, man, just got to rest in peace to, to X man. Yeah. And he like, um, I just was, I was telling you this before we were just saying like, yo, I feel like he was just like, he was an anointed one. Like his words oh, yeah. held so much weight that there's a lot of wisdom there throughout any stage of his life, whether he was, you know, seriously going through his addiction or going through it with like, you know, legally financially or whatever. Like he had a lot of like wisdom, uh, a lot of spiritual spirituality that came with it where it just didn't feel like, it like it felt like there was something uh something a little bit more divine about him than the than the your average person definitely definitely if you haven't if you haven't and even like someone mm. listening to this if they haven't watched the rough riders chronicles mm. on, uh i think bet ran that but watch that it's an amazing story talks about the whole rise and fall of rough riders um def jam but mm. like he is a crucial part of that. He was like the biggest star at one point. You know what he I mean? He was like, Def Jam. He, he was. Held he was. Def Jam together. Yeah. And like <laughs> after, you know, everything that happened with Biggie and Pac, there was mm-hmm. DMX. There was a Rough Rider sound. And that was, it was DMX who was running things in the game. You know what I mean? So yep. this guy had a solid period of time where he was a top dog and mm-hmm. for a reason. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think, you know, rest in peace, DMX. Yeah. Um, we've been bumping him crazy. I know oh, yeah. we've been off. We've been off a week, but I guarantee you that we're, I mean, Patrick was just saying, you, you've been listening to DMX every single day. Oh, like, those trust. songs that I just played, like, that's in my rotation right now again. Trust. Um, and it's, I'm happy to see that, you know, his streams have gone up 900 some odd percent. And Jay-Z and Beyonce spent 10 mil on his on his um his masters and his kids are going to eat off of that for forever that's wicked that's so i'm just really happy to see that um so i I just want to play this clip because like i i I don't want people to feel too sad about this Um, again i feel like it's a celebration of his life i think we we the, the world has done a great job of doing that is this is it's a it's sad that he's gone so soon but he's he's dealt with so much and he's he's lived like more than a lot of people have Facts. so 
let's hear from his his words him, himself where he i don't think he would have felt bad for himself at this point if he was here with us if i was to drop it right now my last thought would be i've had a good life God damn. Hey, so rest in peace. Said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rest in peace, DMX. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah, I, I encourage everybody to go and if you don't, if you're not familiar with DMX or as familiar as you feel you should be with DMX, aside from his smash hits or whatever, go stream that shit. Run the plays up for his kids, you know. Trust, uh, trust. Yeah. Watch the verses too, man. He had a sick verses mm-hmm. with uh yeah. Snoop Dogg. I might have to go back to it. I might have to go back to it. Yeah. I might have to go back to that. So uh, Recipe CMX, and let's start this pod, man. RMP. Let's man. go. Let's go. Is today the day. Is today the day. <laughs> uh, you think this is a game? Woo! <laughs> you think it's a fucking game? These niggas know. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Get inspired, man. <laughs> Hey, hey, let's go. Turn my headphones up. Hey. Mm. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to the the man that made that beat, uh, Hems. He just got a placement with Ron Suno. I don't know if you're in the drill scene like that, Patrick, but Ron Suno is uh, it's a big deal over in uh, Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, okay. So. So uh, our homie from Italy just got a pretty good placement. So shout out hey, to that guy. Hey, 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 big up, big up, big up. Yeah, man. But uh, I, I was surprised that you didn't you didn't drop a couple one too. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I was I was actually like this time. I'm not even fronting. I was I was almost there. Mm, almost pulled yeah. the trigger. Almost pulled the trigger. Uh, don't waste my time, Patrick. <laughs> Monday, Monday. It's not with a hype thing. Thing. A war. A war. Yeah, a war. The world generous speaking. Man. Also, big up, big up to that man. I gotta say, bro. Just watching. Oh, for sure. Come on, bro. Belly. Been watching like everything that show. Belly with X. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. But what's good? What's good? We back. Mm-hmm. We back. We here. Yeah, man. And of course, me. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. Wish you. Wish you. Yeah, bro. How have you been? Mm. It's been a couple of weeks. What I mean? It has, it has been. It has been. You know, I had to take a little time out, a little pause on life. Um, but I'm, I'm back. I'm good. I'm good. You know, mm. just need a little time out every now and then. Reset your mind. Reset your, your, your spirit. And, um, but I'm good, man. I feel. I feel good. Had a good week. I gotta, I gotta be thankful, man. You know what I mean? There's a lot happening, but at the end of the day, I got my health. Mm-hmm. I, I got the health of my fam and everything like that. So I'm just giving thanks, man. I feel, feel good though. Had a, had a positive week and just trying to spread that energy around. You know what I Pick mean? Up yourself. You know what I mean, bro? <laughs> so, so most definitely, man. But definitely, I encourage people if you need. We say it all the time, but you know, you gotta really take a look at like what you're going through and. You know, if you need to step away from certain things you got going on in life, it's okay to just press pause, regroup, yeah. come back, energize, and, and get it. And again, like, I applaud you, and I've told you this before in our meetings where I'm like, bro, I'm just going to always just go because yeah. I I will hate that I'm, I'm here and doing it, 
and I'll be going through the worst of the worst. I might be just so burnt out, but because I have a calendar invite in my calendar, (laughs) I'll show up because that's just who I am as a person in my professional life. So um, I applaud you for being like, yo, I'm going, I'm not really feeling right now. Like I think my energy is not going to really be beneficial to you or the podcast or anything like that. So let's take a week off. And that also, when you say something like that to me, it also makes me feel like I was just like, Okay, perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, trust, At that point, it's trust. like, yeah, I guess there's yeah. a level of burnout with me too. Cause I know there was a it's a couple weeks ago where I was like, there wasn't much. We had a lot of guests coming in and yeah. it was like finally a break. And yeah. to me, after the fact, I think it might have been like a Thursday or actually the Friday, I was just like, you know, we're we're here. So maybe we should take a break. But like it was too late in my brain. So I was like, you know, I'm not gonna say nothing. So we needed yeah. one, and yeah. I, we I'm did. Glad, I'm glad that we. Blood clot desert eagles. you can't tell me that uh, Teddy Brockshot is not a member of this podcast. Honestly, honestly, his timing is so perfect. Every episode, bro. Every episode <laughs> from the beginning. But no, mm-hmm. honestly, we uh, we needed that, and we're back. Like like yeah, we on. said, you know, and the feel good, man. We got a lot to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. yeah. Um, How you been though? It's been it's been a it's been an interesting two weeks. So mm. ups ups and ups and hey. then downs downs downs. Like true, bro. True. So last, I guess yeah. Um, yo, I work at MLSC now, and hey. I know everybody jokes that I'd be like <laughs> I'd be switching up. I'll, I'll, I'll clap. I'll applaud. I'll do. I, yeah, I, hate, do the I hate. I hate that I have the soundboard in these. I know. I know. I know. I, I know. Applaud <laughs> myself. So applauso for me. Humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> but um, yeah. I started. I started working at MLSC uh, two weeks ago, and okay. I know if people are hearing this, it's funny because. Um, I've barely been working indirectly with Patrick for Ikea, like, like two weeks. <laughs> Not it, was four, it was four months. It was yeah, four yeah. months. And for me and you, it was funny because like, it felt so short because it was like the last, like the last month Yeah, we were like, Oh, you know, the same people. Oh, we indirectly actually know the same things that are going on. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. We didn't even have that moment until the end, but uh yeah, opportunity came, took it, and I'm here two weeks later. It's been good so far. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's crazy when you get to work a job in and around something that you've already committed to consuming often. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? my, feed, my feed is already <laughs> Gary Trent Jr. buzzer beaters. So. I was going to say, you are the Raptors. <laughs> like, if anyone's Mr. Basketball, it's you, so. Bro, I had the interview, and I'm, like, looking at, like, the 12-year-old version of me wow. in a Raptors uh, hockey jersey. I'll show you. Like, literally. And if you watch on YouTube, this is in, uh, or if you don't, this is you. It's a good time to watch. YouTube. Yeah. But, like, look at me. This is oh, me. Okay. So okay. Young Shaquille. Ho- hockey jersey. You got wow. the, the, the zip up and you got the, the and the hat. I wish I had the hat today, to be honest. Yo, I'm telling you. Behind the Vince Carter posters. Like Bro, I was a super fan. I was a there's, too, there's too there's just too much swag in that photo. <laughs> I wish I had any of that right now. <laughs> right? Um so like I've been the Raptor guy forever. And yeah. for me to like work like for the company that owns the Raptors and working on campaigns to do with the Raptors stuff. Yeah. I mean, sadly, the fact that the Raptors are likely not to make the playoffs, not as much as I'd like to this year. Yeah. Yeah. 
but to be working, you know, with the company that owns the Leafs and like even over there is kind of cool and it's working crazy. with working with um, the the TFC. TFC. That's, that's that's cool too. Um, mm-hmm. And I get a lot of opportunity, or the, we do. We get a lot of creative freedom with the TFC, which is cool. So like, I'm just really happy and excited, and it's like very challenging, very fast paced. Yeah, I'm losing my shit, but I am also still here. So it's been great so far. <laughs> good, good, good. Nah, man, happy for you, bro. Yeah, thank you. It, it was it was hard to to split up the team that never formed, but I know. You know. <laughs> One day, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, also, yeah. So like I said, ups and downs. Mm-hmm. So the downs was, uh, I was just like, I don't know. This past week, I've been like just so concerned about Coco, my girl, coming to Toronto because to like six. Yeah, because she was supposed to fly in this week. And, like, she was, yeah, because, like, we had the travel exemption, all that stuff. Right. But, like, the travel exemption number, like, the there's issues with the passport. Anyways, there's, right, right, right. there was some kind of issue that could have pre- prevented her from getting here. And, like, I'm just, like, I was just, like, honestly, it was... Like before, like the, I mean, the past few days have just been fucking horrible. Like I've mm-hmm. just been like anxious as fuck, barely been able to sleep. Uh, I can I like talking to her doesn't make her feel better because I don't have answers. Right, you don't have answers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But long story short, Coco is in a COVID hotel in in Toronto right now. Hey, and, uh, hey, yeah, I'm gonna hey. I'm gonna see Coco soon, so I hey. have no problem. Where's my fucking? Where's, where's all? Your, where's all the everything? Stuff? All the drops, bro. <laughs> <laughs> everything. You fucking right. And so, if I'm not mistaken, this this is her first time here, right? This is her first time in Canada. Wow. <laughs> first time in Canada, let alone being in Toronto, let alone Man. first time being in Toronto, Canada with me. Um, so I'm just hey. hoping that she gets to the COVID hotel and uh, yeah. in the next like little bit, like I, like she got there last or yesterday morning. Okay. So hopefully it's going to be less than the three days. That's yeah. ideal for me. So pick her up on the weekend and then yep. I can spend my time in isolation because there's no risk to me if she's had two COVID tests exactly. so far. <laughs> and then they give her, they gave her a, a, a take home COVID test. So Wait, I'm going to, yeah. So I'm going to have to take the swab and go in her nose and I, she's going to call Purilator and Purilator is going to have to come and pick it up. Sorry, what? That's yes. a thing that we have yes. now? Yes, yes. Bro, oh. next week when yeah. she's here, I'm going to have her do a whole, uh, you know, we're going to have her walk the us test through. on the pod. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. Oh, I, did. I am not trying to test her on the pod. <laughs> I don't even think that's like riveting content. Ooh, swab one, swab two. Look, her but eyes are YouTube. watering. For YouTube. <laughs> what what about okay here here it is here it okay, is okay okay asmr <laughs> covid <laughs> testing <laughs> we just put the right close to the mic and just right to the mic and we'll get a swap <laughs> and then sniffle tears cry yeah oh man for all you asr i can't even say the acronym right asmr there we go for all you fans this is for you yeah man Hey. So <laughs> that's crazy. So she's she's here and uh in the COVID hotel. She had to sit in the like the the holding cell for a few hours. Yo, it's so crazy that it's like jail, bro. 
No, it's like, like not a joke how... You can't leave. You can't do so anything. It, yeah, it's guarded, can't leave, can't yeah. even order Uber Eats, nothing. She was in the holding area, which is like downstairs in a conference room or something like that with a few other um, cellmates. Inmates, um, yeah. And then she finally got set to her cell and um, she's not allowed to leave the room at all. They send her her food and she, that's it. And, um, but... Here's the here's here's the silver lining. Okay. She gets yard time. <laughs> I didn't so, call it yard time because I'm trying to be witty. No, that's what it is. They, they, they call called it, it yard time. Yo, like, this is she gets two 15s. Wow. Paid or unpaid? <laughs> unpaid. So she has to dial zero and say, wow. hey, you're I want some yard time. Wow. And then somebody comes, knocks they on the escort door. Her escorts her, supervises her, and says, 15's up, time to go back to your room. And that's what it is. Wow. So wow. I, told, I, to, I told her, like, look, listen, this is what you're going to have to do. And when you're on yard time, find the biggest motherfucker and knock them <laughs> out. You got to let them know All right, Frank, who we are. Who we are. Oh, you saw the scene with Leon? I, saw, I just saw it yesterday. I just saw it last night. <laughs> okay, <hilarious>. Leon. <laughs> When Leo was snapping, I was he like, yes! Like, that nigga out. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. I got to rewatch that whole series, and I'm not even done yet. Bro, that's a Snowfall <laughs> reference. For anyone who hasn't watched, mm. get on that. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to want to watch Snowfall. Wink, wink. But yeah, I told her to knock that nigga out. So um, yeah, <laughs> as she like had her, her her two braids in, I'm yeah, like, she leave it in, a leave bit. it in, leave it in a little bit, let it settle. Yeah, let it settle. Gas frizz, Vaseline up the edges, Vaseline up the knuckles. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. So, yeah, real soon, um, she's gonna be here with me in Toronto, which is nuts. Coco like, in the flesh, this is crazy. In this the flesh. Crazy. This is crazy. This is wild. You'll, you'll have an opportunity to meet her because she's it's just a one way, bro. So she'll be she'll be here for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You know, we got some crazy restrictions, but we're not even gonna get into hey, listen, that point. Once listen, that's I, I wasn't I she's gonna be here for a minute. That's it. That's it. And the, this is not forever because yeah, we gonna be we gonna get out. We're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. But that's hype. I'm I'm happy for you, man. I know it's been something in the works for a minute, so I'm glad that you know she gets to be here. It wasn't until like yesterday when it finally happened. I was like, okay, how long has it actually been? And I was like, like three months or so. Wow. Which is like the longest since we've been together. And if you know, like I've always had this long distance relationship with her since the top of the pandemic, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Don't call it a COVID bay because I just don't want to like, I think it's corny to do that. I don't want to call is it Is it COVID though? Bay. Like, it's corny. Every, but like your whole relationship I, 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 is I, I, based I, around, not based it, around COVID. It's all, but it's all it's happened during it, but. I've known her. I knew her before it. Yeah, but that don't count. It's not my COVID bait. Because, like, you know what it is? <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what? I just don't want to, like, you know, what pisses me off is that mm -hmm. I feel, it doesn't piss me off. Nothing pisses me off right now about this thing. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like, when I see somebody else being like, oh, COVID bait, and they got, like, the the fucking, like, emojis to go with, it, with the mask and whatever. Yeah, and I'm not, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not trying to brand myself this, like, fucking horrible time in this world. Hey. I, like our relationship has nothing to do. With, I mean, it does have a lot <laughs> to do with COVID, yeah. but I just don't want to like. I just I try to minimize the amount of times I say the word COVID. How I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I think that's gotta be our last time. If we say it again, we're taking shots. <laughs> COVID <laughs> counter in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <Ding. laughs> Yo, that's a really good drinking game, by the way. Hey, I will never drink if I'm in, if I'm there. <laughs> 
I'm very good at not saying it and not bringing it up and talking That's about it. That's boring. I do it purposely, like, because I want to drink. But. The thing is, is like, when we were both in school, we had like a speech class. And I remember yeah. like uh, our prof, he said, um, if you have to bring up the weather, you have nothing to talk about. Wow. So ever since then, if I've ever caught alone with somebody and I don't know them, I will not say anything about the weather because I think that's whack. So what do you say? This is this is actually good because I'm curious. I get now. serious because well because then you get observant and you start to think of something to actually talk about. Where it's like, what are they wearing? What are they holding? Are they mm-hmm. in a rush? You know, am I in a rush? Can I just say something to them about my experience to like disarm them and like engage in, in a little bit of a, a banter? So it like it challenges you to to be able to have a better conversation. And guess what? We have conversations once a week in front of a bunch of people. So this guess what? That has helped. Media one oh one. Yeah, exactly. you went school. Y'all just got a lesson. You don't even know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I think like um, we're gonna talk about it. We don't even have to say the word COVID mm. after this. That's it. Okay. But Dougie Fresh. <sighs> Man, has laid down. This guy came with the hammer, bro. Coco got here literally at the buzzer too, right? Because that shit says like only for work you can travel now. That's it. That's it. It's crazy. It's lot like yo. When the man said police can stop you and say yo, where are you going? Kanayayad. <laughs> like, seriously, when the man said that the cops could stop you on the street, card you, basically, this is legal. Carding is, yeah. like, legal for everyone. Like, nah. Any and everyone, you walk down the street, driving, you driving. can just get stopped. Yeah, nah. Bro, I saw last week, so it started to get a little nice. I got my bike, as you guys know. Hey. And I've been whipping that. Sorry, whipping that. And <laughs> two hands. Two hands. <laughs> uh, I, yo, bro, I got like a gel seat pad. I got a fucking phone holder. I feel the phone so holder's official. clutch. But the the yo, phone don't... holder changes the phone game. Holder, it changes AirPods everything. to the to the phone holder, and it's all wireless. And like, I feel like I'm in the future. Like, bro. I feel like a, a young Shaquille will be looking at this shit. Like, wow, bro, you made it. <laughs> you, want, you want something next level? Tell me. Bluetooth speaker that attaches to the handlebar. Bro, I got one of those. I'd just be with, bro, you don't even know. You know You know what I can do? I can get the water bottle holder and okay. put my JBL in that bitch. Okay, okay. Yeah. Jeez. Um, but yeah, I was I was whipping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, how I, you see, you know my neighborhood. It's like super suburban if you're mm-hmm. just in my neighborhood. Like if I was riding a bicycle in my streets. I went to like another like neighboring street or whatever. Mm-hmm. Tell me how I see two police officers dri- riding a bicycle, riding bicycles in the neighborhood in the suburbs. Yep. Just I'm like, are you guys fucking serious, bro? I hit I hit an entourage of them. I don't even. What do you call a school? No, that's fish. A school <laughs> of cops. School of cops. No, cops are fish. <laughs> For the yard people, you, you're I'm gonna dead. know that one. For I'm the yard, dead. you're gonna remember that one. You know that one. <laughs> I'm dead. But yo, so I'm on my walk. Like after work, I told you this. I go for, I try to do a walk every day after work for, for at least an hour or whatever. So I'm on my walk and in my neighborhood in Vern, passing by Malvern Town Center, you already know what it is. You're eight, eight of them on bicycles. That eight. doesn't even sound effective if they're all together. Right? I'm like, Doug, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then I'm seeing more like in cruisers and then I'm like, fam, it's not that serious, bro. That's a branding thing, though. They're not even trying to actually work. They're trying to say, yo, we here. Yeah. 
it's not like yo we're actually gonna be in the streets that you're probably gonna be in it's just like we're here yeah so just just saying and I, I think i told you maybe i did this happened in the summer last year um they were on horses like the big ass like in carabana in, in Vern. That's fucking weird. Like, you know, the ones that you see them break out, like if you're downtown and there's like a parade, like Carabana parade and are trying to break up the crowd. They were going with these massive horses, bro. Are horses, are they, are cops on horses an effective way to police today? And I'm just, that's a very, I didn't, that's not even a written topic, but it sounds like a great one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was shook though, so it might have worked. Still, what are you shook for though? Bro, you if you get kicked by one of those on horses, and yes, that's gonna actually happen, bro. You get kicked by a horse, you're dead. One of them ones, your chest cavity caved is that in. A, bro. Is, is that called like a horse wheelie when they go like this? Ooh. a horse wheelie? <laughs> now I feel like watching Concrete I'm wheelie Cowboy. With my horse. <laughs> what is this old Old Town Road? But, no, it's not. No, 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 no. Concrete Cowboy. But honestly, bro, like. The things they're massive. Mm-hmm, they're probably yeah. like uh, six five. No, taller than that. No, but like think about it. Our, ha, when was the last time you heard that there was a police takedown that involved a horse? And if it did, I would imagine it most likely would involve a lasso, which I don't think people are trained to do anymore. So listen, bro. I don't think that there's crazy takedowns. Time, I think man. it's just a symbol. I think it's just a symbol of what racism. Like, didn't they use hey, these things? Like, I could, bo- I could probably boil rabble. anything, anything down to racism <laughs> at the end of the day. To be honest, at this point, because I'm like, why are you in my neighborhood, bro? It's all colored people in my neighborhood. Why are you here, like on the on the horses? Presence, freaking crazy, bro. I, I just don't state <laughs> like what? No, honestly, so we're not allowed at this point to like even play basketball because I've been actually, thank God, taking advantage of going to the courts a little bit. Yep. So I'll ride my bike, I'll shoot the hoops. Um, Let's play football. Shoot. Why did I say shoot the hoops? Nobody I don't know why that. you. No one says that. You're old, bro. I, I haven't got buckets in a minute. Jeez. Um, yeah, I was playing football like with my boy in the field, and like we were doing, we were getting ready to start doing some drills outside, and like can't even do that now. You guys are a bunch of yahoos. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you do? What are you doing? <laughs> Ten of <Nope>. yahoo. <laughs> Damn yahoos. But it's, um, it's 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 a crazy situation out here, bro. Yeah. So like, yeah, like um, we're gonna be inside for the next what, like two weeks minimum now. Nah. Well, this extended was, it for two. Extended, or, so it's like a six weeks period. How deep in the six weeks are we now? We're only two, so we have another like. Four are you weeks. fucking kidding me? We have a whole other month. Yeah. That I technically am not allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. Have Boy. somebody in the gazebo. Yep. You know what has me pissed? This original order was supposed to end on my birthday. That's why I, you needed a day off. You knew this I, was coming. I was holding you out the day off yeah. because of that. You I was holding <laughs> out hope. I was holding out hope, bro. I was like, even if it's not Toronto. What, what, what day are you? May like 16 or something like that? May 6th. See, look, I'm close. I know I'm a friend. You're close. You're close. You're your friend. Uh, May 6th. Okay. So we, we're not so even going to no, fucking Now we're going to like May 2-4. Long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I don't even know if we'll make it because I feel like people are going to snap and I'm here. F- I'm actually here for it. We've seen people starting to lose their mind already and I'm here for it. <laughs> it's not fun the way it was the first time around because the first oh, time around right, it was cool right. because yeah. I would stay up really late at night because I had nowhere to go. And I at that point was just like, 
I am not commuting. So yeah. I'm just going to wake up when I wake up. That's it. Um, and you're just seeing girls twerking for two viewers on IG Live. <laughs> and pretending it's quarantine radio. And they're just like in Brampton. Oh, man. Like, yep. Yep. I remember that where people were just like, yo, this is what you're showing on social media. I didn't know this was you. or Right. Like, Demon hours is- became a thing. Demon hours was serious. Only fans began popping up. People became stars overnight. Overnight celebrity? Shout out to shout out to Twista and Kanye and that. Damn. You don't want to see me down to my last. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to see me down to my last. Oh man. That's like that's my trap card. If it can, yeah, if I have yeah. nothing, <laughs> if I have nothing but an internet connection, that's it, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't, it's not even bands to make a dance. It was like freaking cash app and with a make it dance. <laughs> that's it, Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a time, bro! We had Tiger King. We had what? Um, we had some reality shows that were out too. We had so much. I don't want to reminisce too much on them. That's like, fair. That's just, fair. It, it, it was what it was. We had the reminiscing episode where it was the year. We're over it, was. I think, right? Right? Yeah. Right? I'm ready to um, broke out. That's all I'm saying. So, <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, okay, what do you think about it? And what do you think about people in general doing this? Like, because my problem with a lot of these lockdowns at this point is like common sense seems to be taking a backseat to policy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even talking about if I'm an anti-masker, if I believe that coronavirus is real or not. I'm just saying, like, there is common sense, which is what that is. Yeah. And then there is policy. And in this case, it kind of conflicts with common sense. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of ways. Like, i.e., I'm allowed to go to church with people that I don't know, but I can't go to a park and play basketball by myself. Yeah. There was one, like, I just have one quick story that happened Mm. to me this week. So I went grocery shopping this week, as I do every week. I'm sure many people do. And I went into Dollarama because I felt peckish. Oh, my. I I wanted some candy. Mm, I was so mad. I did the same thing. Yeah. Tell me the story. (laughs) So I walk into the Dollarama. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try this. I'm going to get some candy. It's pretty cheap. Let's go. So I walk in. I see the sign on the front door that says restricted items. I'm like, huh, okay scrolling down scrolling down i don't see candy on there i don't see snacks i'm like okay Mm. cool i get to the aisle i get my candy i get in line a woman in front of me has cookware she has two plates and two mugs the cashier tells her i can't scan these they're restricted it's an evil world we live in mind you i live in a neighborhood that is full of immigrants english is not the first language for many people so this woman was not understanding. She's like, restricted? What do you mean? Like, why? Nah, bro, you live in an evil world. That's where you live. Right? So the cashier is like, I can't sell them. Take some from her. Put some underneath the counter. And the woman's like, so what am I supposed to do? I need cups. And it was this awkward moment where the cashier is <sighs> like, I don't know what to tell you. I can't sell these to you. So good luck. And you could see the woman who wanted to purchase these just like, frustrated at awe probably in shock that she can't buy mugs and plates what is she supposed to eat from her hands what are you you drinking with this is ridiculous that's the thing i think cookware 
so I did the same thing. Um, I saw, so I went to Dollar Dollarama, yeah, and I was just like, okay, I got, I got to get like, I was gonna get like snacks and a bunch of random things. I got like some gum, yeah, I got like, I got. Uh, because my girl's coming, so I, I was getting some additional, what do they call them in the bathroom where you can, like, Shelves? store stuff. Yeah, like stuff. In, no, inside the actual shower. Oh, caddy. Um, shower caddy. Caddy. Shower caddy. So I got a shower caddy. Need it. It's a necessity. Right. To me. Because I, I, me by myself, I have stuff on the bottom. So when I step out of the shower, I'm dodging items. <laughs> This is grown man with grown girl. I can't have her dodging items. That's bachelor. And, that's bachelor life right there. Would you just, bro? I've been leveling up so heavy. No, I've been heavily. I've been leveling up. Like if, if she came to my, if she came over this time last year, this guy's living. Like I would a be embarrassed. He's <laughs> so embarrassed. Oh my gosh! I just like maybe two years ago. Like I yeah. had TVs in my room, but like just got the shit mounted you know what i mean like fair fair i, I got like i'm like but like a shower caddy bro the shower caddy from, like, university bro i didn't even have a stand to have all my like stuff that i need for my shower my for for the bathroom i had it all like thrown underneath the bottom and it was like oh, not man. that big storage at all anyways yeah i had the shower caddy i have my gum and i had like i don't know it was just like Things that you could probably eat, I think. Right. And dude looks at the shower caddy. He's like, sorry, I can't sell you this, sir. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Why is gum? Why is gum? Why is gum essential? (laughs) And a shower caddy, and in my situation, quite essential. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like the gum is not really doing much for me other than preventing me from ordering Uber Eats at 3 a.m. Fair. I mean, we're all wearing masks anyway, so you can't smell no one's breath. Yeah, Exactly. So. so like the shower caddy for me was actually essential because it's preventing me from and my girlfriend like slipping as soon as you get out the, the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. And I didn't want to go to Ikea again and go and pay for the shower caddy. But of course they had me because they, they always got that shit for the low low. I love Ikea. Yep. yep. <laughs> so that shit's coming right now. But like I just wanted to actually just go and pick it up. Yeah. I didn't want to order something. Yes. I just can't. I just hate the division of what they've decided to do deem as essential versus yeah. what is not yeah. and i'm so sorry for the people that are like hating this covid situation that we've talked about it as much as we did so far but like we're dealing with it too exactly <laughs> laos we missed a week <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah i mean hopefully this shit ends as soon as the deadline it currently is set at ending may 2-4 or whatever the fuck trust because i'm about to like show my girl like a very lockdown toronto yeah i mean yeah you uh show pictures show her <laughs> pictures are you fucking kidding <laughs> google earth <laughs> google earth yeah worse because if i if i go to the cn tower let's just say as an example they're just sightseeing why didn't pull up the Gestapo is gonna be like what you doing here bro <laughs> exactly this on the horses set. this this ain't your zone oh your shit says Richmond Hill, zone, zone, go home. Jeez. Facts. Like, that's whack. That's whack. Um, where do we want to start after all of this? Can well, we can we go into, because it, it kind of leads into what we were talking about. Okay. With, with people who've had enough of restrictions and said, yo, we're just going to turn up anyways. Okay. We want to talk about these uh, Yahoo construction workers. <laughs> Bro, okay, you break the story because you got exclusive video clips that I didn't know that existed. They, like, they started circulating, man. They started circulating. So I, you, the way you you framed, it, I was like, "Yo, you know these people." 
<laughs> oh man. Easy man's. <laughs> Yo, crazy, crazy ass scenario. One of the biggest developers in this city, in this province. Matami. Matami Homes. The ones who are stopping me from getting a home because you know they're just too expensive. But well, anyways, let's get, a, let's get a commune together. Let's you, just, me, yeah, Ash, yeah. Coco. At Coco, hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, they have a site. I forget, I don't know where in the city, but there was a construction site, new development going up, and uh, these construction workers working the site decided to throw a retirement party from one of their homes. Oh, that's what it was. It was a yeah. retirement party. <laughs> retirement party. <laughs> what, was it the man that was eating the box? <laughs> it must have been the man eating the box. Because that man the whole time was the cookie monster. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> so they decided to host a retirement party at the job site with an essential worker, according to 2 Chains, uh, with a stripper, Sex worker? I don't know. What's the correct term here? Um, a lady of the night. Okay, we'll go but with it was that. Well, it's daytime, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call her. We'll we'll use we'll use a uh, stripper. Mm-hmm. And first off, think about that retirement party at the job site with the stripper. We're in a lockdown scenario in the province of Ontario. How many red flags are there? That's a lot. I I mean. There's more. There's more. So not only were the guys there and the, the woman was there doing her thing, there's no PPE in these pictures or video that was taken and then uploaded. Another strike. Uh, no safety equipment that should be worn on a construction site. Mm-hmm. And to make it worse, there were sexual acts being performed on this woman. I... All of these men <laughs> with no COVID restrictions. The man was feeling that he, this is the man in his head the whole time. Oh my gosh. That's how he was feeling. That's how he was feeling. There's, you could find the video if you don't believe us. This man was going. Uh, like it was like an all-you-can-eat buffet. Anyways, this is happening at a job site. Keep in mind, guys, this is not a private function. Mm-hmm. This is this is on a job site. So of course, some idiot decided to take photos and upload these and upload video, and it made its way around as it does. Mm-hmm. So all of those mans got fired. All of them uh. got all of them got fined. Find <laughs> so for that let me tell you bro. the money let me tell you the money tell me the money because then i'm going to describe like what i saw <laughs> so apparently allegedly i have to go allegedly here okay allegedly each man was it, oh yeah but allegedly but i saw allegedly, yeah allegedly each each uh each worker was fined fifty thousand dollars Madame Homes, the company that mm-hmm. owns the developer, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wait, 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 wait. They the wait the government fined Madame. Yes. I'm so sorry, Madame. And, That's the first time I felt bad for a corporation or a big ass company, maybe. But a two fifty k for them is light because real estate is real estate. So real estate's real. And, I don't feel bad anymore. And the others, there's a subcontractor that so Madame subcontracted the work out to these individuals, right? So that okay. company. Was another two hundred and fifty k. So all in all, that's 
probably like a million dollars worth of fines for some debauchery for some debauchery for some pokes so where where how did this random thing like this was just busted off of like just being shared to the wrong person i was like basically basically apparently it happened last week and then pictures and stuff circulated online made its way to the media through some whistleblower and it just blew up today why be the party pooper yay who i mean why film it if you're gonna do something like this you gotta have like no cameras no nothing so let me go back to like what i saw what i saw if you didn't see these videos was like six men one girl six old ass eastern european men yeah one yeah yeah she (laughs) said no chance so and i swear to god like She's a stripper, I guess. You're supposed to get tipped. Yeah. You know what? I saw a bill in her bra. One bill. One bill. And a bottle yeah. of Ciroc? Or no, they had Grey Goose, sorry. Grey Goose. I, Grey ho- Goose. I hope her flat rate was lit and worth it. I mean, to her, she, this is no skin off her back. Nah. But this might actually blow up her OnlyFans career if she already had one. Honestly, I hope Honestly, I hope, I hope she felt safe. That's all. I just hope that yeah, she felt word, safe word. and comfortable in that scenario. But, like, to me, yeah, it was a bunch of dudes and, like, they were all standing on the table, like one girl, like the girl was like, uh, they're all in like a line and she's like kind of being like groped and embraced by a dude yeah. in the back and like, you know. Groped, embraced by dude in the front. Yeah. And then there's just like a bunch of dudes behind the dudes and the dudes. And I was like, yeah. why, if I'm the last dude, That's why am fun. I standing on the table? That's not fun. I don't want a part of that. These are my coworkers. No. And I just don't understand why... And like I was telling Patrick before the show, like we like I I drink with my coworkers in times that's not COVID. It's very normal for Shaq to have some drinks on a Friday night, especially the ones where we're not recording. Yeah. And just like be out all fucking night. Yeah. With my coworkers. Um, but I would never do that. That nah. does not look like fun. The ratio is weird. <laughs> the ratio is weird the daylight yeah. makes it even weirder yep. the fact that you're doing it on like inside an unfinished house with a bunch of splinter opportunities right that's what i mean like there's bare extra there's nails there's dry there's all sort of construction material like this is it's just a bad look it's a horrible situation it's a perfect situation for splinter cellulite man <laughs> That's a bar. I don't care. I don't Splinter give a fuck. Splinter Cellulite. Hey. Splinter Cellulite. I just Split titled media. this episode. Split what? Split media. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can you get like syphilis? And like, I feel like there's all no, sorts of. No, that's not how STDs work from like having sex on wood. <laughs> yeah. You, you like <laughs> syphilis? What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. You, you sound like a very old Jamaican man. <laughs> I mean, you get syphilis from having sex on a wood, on a wood table. You gotta have varnish. You have varnish. Varnish is good, but no varnish. You get, you get, you get sickle cell. You get a rash. She might have a rash. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. So that is how people are spending their time during this uh, lockdown period. Um, Wasn't there something else that was really uh, relating to that? Oh, our homie Paul Pierce. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a trip back to LA. <laughs> uh, yo, 
the best part of that video to me was Monica, you should be here. Monica, you can make some money. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember when he shouted out some some woman named Monica in that video, but uh I'm sure everyone has heard the story by now, right? Tell the story. <clears throat> so former NBA player and soon to be Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. Paul Pierce was at some sort of party, some gathering in Los Angeles with exotic dancers. Everything dates back to these strippers, I'm finding out. This is interesting. Anyways, so he's had this function, and he goes on IG Live and is showing these women twerking. He's showing the the booze. He's showing everything happening on his IG. Okay, if you didn't see it, sorry to cut you off, Patrick. If you didn't see it, this is what he felt like. Like this was the vibes. Like that was <laughs> let's it, what let's was going it. on. So go go ahead, go for it. Yeah. So you know, Paul Pierce is there getting his drink on. He, I I don't I can't remember if he had a cigar in his hand, but he was he was lit. He was no, having he had a, a good blunt, time. Not a cigar. Oh yeah, that's right. Blunt. He had a blunt. He had a blunt. So he goes on IG live. Girls twerking behind him. Next mm-hmm. girl's twerking behind him. She's busting it open. And he's like, hey. Hey, you should be here shouting out everyone. Like this? Hey, like this. He's getting lit. Getting lit. But remember, Paul Pierce works for ESPN, also owned by (laughs) Disney. You think Disney's gonna like that? (laughs) So that circulated online, and long and behold, it's low and behold, my friend. Thank you. Lo and behold, <laughs> I had a, I had a few of these. <laughs> I feel like Paul Pierce. <laughs> no, there's no, it's no longer demon hours. It's Paul Pierce it's hours. It's Paul Pierce hours. <laughs> so lo and behold, he gets canned from ESPN. Yo, Fair man. or unfair? <laughs> well, they they have listen to Draymond. This is what Draymond said. Chasing that farewell tour. They don't love you like that. By 17. By 46. <laughs> you ain't Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like bro. Legend, well, okay. legend, legendary move, boss move, or just stupid? Okay, this is the, the context as a like you're Paul Pierce. Yeah. I relate Paul Pierce's like broadcast career to somebody who is struggling in whatever job that they have and they are just making it off of pure nepotism. Mm. and the company slash his boss slash whoever all they need is a reason (laughs) so paul pierce we know sucks at (laughs) any kind of analysis yes horrible analysis it is extremely biased he hates on lebron just strictly out of i used to play him and fuck lebron yeah um like i I, he doesn't have a, a veil of like actually like any kind of in-depth analysis he doesn't have any thought to anything he says besides like this is just how i feel sorry and he just hates on all the young players so espn saying fuck you you out have a good life (laughs) yeah to me his he wasn't good at his job so i like (laughs) but here's here's here like let's let's just be a little fair Mm. was it fair to get fired for being a man who is in a stri- like in a in a in a situation with in like it's not like he was uh, he was these mad at me employees violating uh, COVID laws because you can do whatever the fuck you want over there. Well, 
well, can you? Because when you, I don't know what's in his contract, but if you are a media mm-hmm. personality. Oh, true. Nice, nice. Go for it. You might always be on the clock, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Like you true, true. representing when, ESPN at kind of, kind of at all times. Yeah. So I think in that case, which is probably likely because I forget, I forgot that like when you're, when you're talent, yes, you're basically hired to always, especially when anything you do is public facing, represent the company that pays you salary. Mm-hmm. So if you decide to go on Instagram live and talk shit to other people and say like, yo, LeBron sucks. Yeah. Your takes are trash, but you're also representing ESPN. Yeah. If you, um, if you end up going on a podcast and you're giving your takes and you're just Paul Pierce, you're still representing ESPN. So yeah. when you're on IG live broadcasting to just a, a few hundred, I think it was like a couple hundred people to be honest, which is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That's all he could get a couple hundred people. He's wasted as fuck. We can tell he's wasted. We know he's high because he's smoking a blunt. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he's got a bunch of strippers and he's like doing that thing that like whack drunk dudes were do when they like see a girl comment on something or whatever. And they're just like, yo, come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come you through. should be here. Come through. Come down. Like, like <laughs> it's embarrassing. Aside it is. From all of that. I felt super embarrassed for the guy, but it's also hella funny. It's hilarious. So like I was hearing stuff where like some of these like adult entertainment companies was like pitching that he hosts like a like a, some kind of sports show that has to do or a basketball show that has to do with strippers or adult entertainment around him or whatever. Okay. Cool. I, I mean, all business takes are trash. He's, he like sucks. exactly. What would take me to, to to look at something like that? Yeah. And of course, I'm a heterosexual male that would enjoy some of the livery. Mm. But. It, you'd have to have somebody who's actually entertaining or actually smart at their job. So I'll say like Charles Barkley, who I'd say is pure entertainment more so than his, smart. his analysis. Yeah. yeah, I would watch Charles Barkley on a on a basketball show with like some live entertainment. Oh, I yeah. I watch that. Oh, yeah. I will not watch Paul Pierce. No, no. So, yeah, he fumbled that bag. <laughs> and it was it was bad. It was like the best thing to see a train wreck happening. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, I mean, whatever, oh, man. I don't have no love for Paul Pierce. I don't love him like that. Nah. <laughs> Public enemy number one, bro. <laughs> That's his own fault, basically. Facts. Um. So I, where do I want to go? Oh, mm, mm. let's start with, do you want to start with a coon or a white boy? What's the difference? Um, <laughs> let's 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 go with the, let's go with Coon. Coon for one hundred. Yeah. Hubert Davis. <laughs> I was like, here we go, Jeopardy. Uh, <laughs> Hubert Davis, basically new coach of North Carolina, had a press yes. conference and he was talking about how important it is for him, just especially being a black man, and he's just talking about the percentages of how few. Um, african-american black head coaches Mm -hmm. exist in the ncaa Mm -hmm. and then he just goes off the cuff and just like takes a wrong turn he just takes a a very very wrong turn i'll say and then i'll just let him speak for himself yeah let's hear it it is significant steve it it's significant that 
I'm African-American and I'm the head coach here. It's significant. Um, I know that in terms of Division I head coaches all around the country, only 26% of the head coaches for Division I men's basketball are compromised by minorities, specifically African-Americans. I know that it is significant that I'm the fourth African-American head coach in any sport in the history of the University of North Carolina. I'm very proud to be African-American, but I'm also very proud Look. that my wife is white. Huh? And I'm very proud that my three beautiful, unbelievable kids are a combination of both of us. Huh? What? Divulge. What? <laughs> Bro, when I heard this for the first, I was like, wait, what? Why? I did not see that left turn coming. I, I know, because I saw the caption. I was like, okay, where does this go weird? And then he's like, yeah, I'm a black man. I'm African-American. And there's only 26%. I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud that I'm black. I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm proud that my wife is white. I'm like, huh? Huh? And I'm proud that my kids are a combination of both of us. I'm like, so are you supposed to be the bridge to right. both races? Is that what you're trying right? to say? Like, <laughs> right? What? That was not needed, bro. That comment, like, I, ha, like, am I supposed to feel happy for you? You're so, like, what? I don't need. I was so confused. To, you're supposed to feel optimistic for the human race as he is now blending the blacks and the whites together, <sighs> and his gene pool of both sides is well, to take racism. A, yeah, ending ending nice. racism. Nice. You know, one head coaching job at a nice. time. Nice. Nice. <laughs> oh man. I, oh, like, man. I think what I want to be clear is, like, you love who you love, great. Yeah. And I'm not against loving people and and biracial, what do they call them? Bi right, biracial relationships. Inter interracial. Interracial. Yeah, that's the one. I, I'm, like, I'm not shitting on that, but, like, in the context of what you're talking about, where you're saying I'm proud to be one of the very few black head coaches in the NCAA. Yeah. And then out of nowhere to say, I'm proud that I got a white wife. It's right? like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is not what, what this is about no, at all. Did, no. Like maybe, it, maybe I'm missing the question. Maybe the question was like, <laughs> are you proud to be an African-American coach? And are you proud that you also have a white wife? Because I think that's a weird question. And if weird that's question. a weird question, I'm gonna give you a weird answer. But I don't think that that was the question. Nah, it was, it was, it was so strange. Cause it reminded me of like, back in like before our time but like we know if we've read about these times we were taught about these times where you know it was aspirational for a black man to end up with a white woman yeah that, I, that I, was I, you know what i mean i'm like is that what he was talking about like is did he get is that is his he trying success? to say nigga we made it is that what right trying to say? <laughs> you know what i mean i'm like bro we've come so far from that like i was so confused by this statement i think like if that's what it is like super whack um i don't know i just don't understand him i don't, I, understand I don't. The reason why he said that i don't understand why it was relevant to bring up yeah he even went down to saying like he's proud that his kids are a combination of the both of them which to me is saying like i am proud that i am talk it sounds like he's trying to say i'm proud to be an usher into the new world of everybody being i one. guess kumbaya, kumbaya. cool like again, interracial relationships are beautiful. It's it's yeah, like I don't even think that needs to be said <laughs> anymore, you know, but 
yeah it was it was a weird it's take not, man like, it's not like i don't know it, it, maybe okay maybe this is if this was like 1950 Ooh. And he was the head coach of North Carolina out of no fucking where. Yeah, that yeah. makes no sense. That would make no sense, exactly. Especially in North Carolina. Yeah, no. yeah. And then I'm sure they would literally, specifically, be shitting on him for having a white wife. Oh yeah. And at that point, it maybe makes sense to bring that up in the press and conference. That's what I mean. Yeah, but no, we're in 2021, bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Can 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 we can we get to can we get to our guy? White- yeah. White boy summer? Yeah. Hey, okay. Chet Hanks got to learn to read the room. Yeah, this is not he's, the week, he's bro. Been, he's been trying to like put force his rollout on us. White boy summer. He's got branding. Yeah. For some reason his branding looks mad racist. And like, who gives a fuck about white boy summer? It's not the time to say anything as a white boy anything. It just comes off as, ugh. Who wants anything to be white boy anything? The song's kind of hard though, bro. Oh, is it? All right, let's see. I didn't. I didn't listen to it. You tell me. Why would I listen to it? It's, it's Don't Chet, disrespect me like that. No, it was cute when he had one line, <laughs> and then it just was like something different when he just kept going. Yeah. Uh, hot boy, white boy, summer. Got your favorite Instagram. DM in a number. Woo. Hit the strip club of Mike Thunder. Woo. She let me beat it. I'm a white boy wonder. Uh, uh. <laughs> Oh, I, I need people to see your face. I need people to see your face when you watch this. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like Jack Harlow. It's like the like the Food Basics version of Jack Harlow. Like hear, me, hear me good, nigga. I'm here to double down. That shit is a, a true pack of ass. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That shit stinks. <laughs> Before good, I even though. say anything about race. It's just not, no, it's not good. It's not it's good. It's not a good song. No. Super mid. Like, that's something that's like, oh, sick. That's what. That's when you're a, a rapper that's starting out and you're like, yo, give me something that, like, I want some West Coasty. I want to yeah, feel like it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a mustard type beat. Yeah. Like, if you and I put that out, like, if I let off the pod and I was rapping, like, okay. and I dropped that, you're like, okay, okay, okay. Good for him. Yeah. But nah, not Chet. Bro, how do you think Tom Hanks feels, man? Because Tom Hanks is a legend in the game, bro. Is Tom Hanks on IG? I don't even know. He must be. Because I'm curious, like, if he, like, disowns him. <laughs> and, like, just pretends like he doesn't exist. He's, like, happy family. And it's, like, him, the other one that's, like, a great actor. Yes, yes, yes. And, like, his wife. Yeah. <laughs> that must be it, man. Maybe that's why. Maybe maybe Chet just wants to be loved. Maybe he just wants to be included in the family. So on Tom Hanks's Instagram, yeah, I've been. What am I? I'm like at least forty pictures deep. Damn, no chat. No chat at. Oh, it's like him, his wife, his friends. Yeah. If I see a picture of his, his like the actor kid, yeah, that's hilarious. There's a bunch of them that act too. I think there's maybe there's two more. I think so, or they're like directors or writers. Oh my god, his Instagram is like a bad dad Instagram account. He's got like blurry photos. It's and Tom like, Hanks. What do you expect, man? He's got like photos of like he's got a photo of socks on pavement. Wait, what? Um, no, I'm telling story. you, it's, it's it's a really bad Instagram account. There's no photos of any of his kids on here. So all right, fair. that's fair. fair. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe that's it. Maybe Chet just wants he wants to be claimed. You know, 
people while out, they act out because they don't they don't feel claimed. He wants to be claimed on social media by his dad. No, that's no. Okay, all right. No, I tried. We, I tried. Like, no, I just don't <laughs> really give a fuck about anything to do with Chet Hanks. Like it, he's just a, a, an annoyance. He's a nuisance. He doesn't like. He's a menace. And what is White Boy Summer like? No. What does it mean? Yeah, yeah. What does it I mean? See, what does it mean? Love, I would love to have a chat with him and be like, okay, explain to me what White Boy Summer is. Like, break it down. Like, I've never heard of what you guys do, <laughs> but it's summertime, and tell me what this summer looks like when it's ran by white boys. Right. Because to me, it just sounds like I'm imagining like um, any like an American Pie movie. Yeah, summer. yeah, a lot of stifflers. So like disgusting debauchery. There's a lot of it's like jackass. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm picturing. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm completely <laughs> cool on it. I'm good. Um, did you speaking of like dudes being up, down, whatever? Let's talk about the city boys, white mm. boys, whatever. Hey, we're going back to the, to the city boys as a whole, and this is actually another white boy. Okay, but um. The Bachelor star Colton Underwood comes out as gay. Mm. And if you're not familiar with The Bachelor, it's a show where basically it's one dude, mad girls, women, and they're all competing more or less for his love. For his love. And he sat there for weeks. I don't know how long the show goes, but I'm assuming at least bare minimum weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure he kissed a few of them, yeah. told maybe a couple less than that, that he loves them. And at the end of it, decided to be with somebody, and I'm sure it didn't work out, and now it's come out as gay. Um, are the city boys up um, <laughs> off after this? Wait, what? How? I don't know. Somebody said just, you know. Someone said city boys are up? He made call well, because it's because he made women fight for them, knowing he doesn't even like them. <laughs> I mean, that's that is that is some men just want to see the world burn. <laughs> <clears throat> that is a good strategy. <laughs> <clears throat> no, but I that's a weird situation because I don't even think he was a current bat or like recent. I think like this is a few years oh, so ago. So he figured it out. Yeah, later? I think he fi- he found himself later, or came with the strength or whatever. I or, don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know, but yeah, I, mm, I that's wild to me, bro. It's kind of wild. Remember, I, I know to go back to um, a dating show that was out last year on Netflix, Too Hot to Handle, I think it was, or no, Love not it. Too Hot to, um, the other one, Love is Blind, Love is Blind, and there was a similar situation where a dude on there. Oh my God! Yeah, he had bi experiences. He was bi experiences, or or he might have still been bi. He was still bi. He's he's bi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he got engaged. Like he told this woman he loved her. They're engaged. They're on their, you know, like the date that they have, and then he tells her that he's bisexual after all this, and that he's been with men after all this time. I feel like this is stuff you got to disclose, like up front. No. think there's two i don't know maybe Mm. and okay this is this is only why i say it because like if you're hetero right yeah you meet somebody you fall in love you're with them you don't say okay i've had sex with 20 people these are my people 
you don't do that, right? Right. But mm-hmm. to some degree, I mm-hmm. think that like if you're like if you've had experiences and that wasn't for you, mm-hmm. I think that's one thing where maybe you can just like that's just it was what it was, and I'm not gonna like bring that into my relationship because it's not even who I am. Mm-hmm. Like you can if you want to. I think it's optional. I think those mm-hmm. ones. But if I know that I'm bi, mm-hmm. and like you know, you just so happen to be a woman. And now I'm pursuing you. Yeah. Then I think I should disclose that I'm bi. Like, you know, because I think your woman's going to say stuff like, oh, he's so hot. And then what do you like? I think it's fair so that you guys can be on the same page. Exactly. When you say something, like, you can have, like, I don't know. It's just weird to me. Yeah. If I, if, if, if my girl were to say something like, oh, I like Tom, Tom Hardy, I love me some Tom Hardy and I was bi and I'd be like, and yeah, me I don't too. know, maybe, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like, you know, oh yeah, maybe, yeah, I can see, I can see why you would say that versus yeah. like, if I actually was attracted to him. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say city boys are not up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna retract my statement. City boys are not up. <laughs> <laughs> Upon further review. Yeah. City boys are down two yards. No basket. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. That's fair. That's fair. I just thought that there was a potential for it, but whatever. Nah, I don't. Um, scammers. So, I have another. I have, I have our homie Kevin Samuels. Mm, more Kevin Samuels, eh? He he, he linked up with, with with Joe on on his pod. Um, which I think like we can talk about that after because I think that's just like a great conversation to revisit and build mm-hmm. on, um, especially from our episode with um, Marlon and Alan. Yeah. But going back to Kevin Samuels, um, he goes off on an OnlyFans worker, uh, apparently. And I didn't see this clip, so we're mm-hmm. going to watch this together for the first time. Um, after she said that men have no place in telling women how to make money. Let's just see if he was right or wrong, because I know he can be typically harsh, okay. but often right. So let's just see where he lands here, because I don't agree with everything he said. Disclaimer. So I don't know what I'm about to hear. Okay. Or it's me is towards women, because men have no place at all to say how women should and should have every place we built the goddamn world you live in no you didn't i'm gonna say one is built by men i'm gonna say nobody made this about men or women not get paid i stay here so this is what tends to happen when whether it's OnlyFans, tiktok instagram and and when women can't handle it they leave this is the point this is about business business isn't offensive but when people in their lack of knowledge gets exposed they get offended they call themselves experts and business owners and everything else you're online strippers would make a little bit of money congratulations i'm good with escorts i'm good with strippers but when someone like hafiz or myself tries to sit down and talk to you about your level of ignorance you're offended your ignorance is what offends you and it's offensive to me that you're going to try to make this about men and sexism offended and it's- this is what the world has done it's got little pampered princesses who can get online make some money and think that they're on the same level as men who built this world and they are not 
That's what you just saw them leave because they can't go get onto Wall Street, Main Street, anywhere, into a bank, into anybody's business to be taken seriously with their so-called business plan or their go-to-market strategy. You're taking what the world has given you, your creator has given you, and you put it online. Thank men for building the internet, the computers, the smartphone, and everything else that allows you to sit up in your luxury apartment and get paid for showing your feet. We did that. You didn't. Because we have the we have the business of building the world. We can't fucking walk off like babies because it happened. I didn't like it. See, Atlas can't shrug. If we shrugged, you would die. That's what happens every time one of you little crybabies gets called out here on the platform you came to to get attention you asked for. When you get more smoke than you're willing to handle, you want to cry and stomp off. Well, kick rocks. And guess what? There'll be a new one tomorrow. Because neither one of y'all on the panel can honestly say that you are bringing something to the market that ain't 15 other chicas down on the street bring. None. So when we sit here and try to have a conversation with you and tell you, guess what? Whether you're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, every new influencer, every new person thinks this because they have the dope content. They've got the fucking key. They got the, they've, they've discovered fire. They've invented the wheel. And there's more that goes into it than just turning on a camera and saying, hi, I'm on YouTube. Hi, I'm on Facebook. Hi, I'm on only because it's planning. It takes work. It takes strategy. It takes business knowledge. It takes collaboration. It takes a lot of things that you obviously don't have. And that's why you're upset because at the end of the day, you know, you don't have them and you don't have the patience, the intelligence, even the patient, the patience, the intelligence, even the resources to sit down and just listen. So carry your cell phone. And when OnlyFans stops, Subway will be hiring. Okay, okay, a lot, a lot, a lot to unpack there. Holy fuck. <laughs> okay, so the Whoa. girls basically, if you didn't see that, the girls walked away shortly after he started saying what he was saying. I think, like, he has a lot of points, and I think it was only be- it only became a sex conversation. And of course, I'm only speaking out of the fact that I've seen his his content. Mm. So similar to like a a Joe Rogan, he he just says it how it is, and. I'm not sure if, if some of it is for shock value, but like yeah. he is just being straight up mm-hmm. and he's not going to go out there and attack people, but he will put you down. If he feels like you need to be put down to your place mm-hmm. where you actually, you know, where he feels that you, uh, you belong. So in this situation, I think with what he was saying, it's not necessarily, I'm not seeing it as a men women thing. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it as a, um, you know, people that like to like similar to what he's saying, girls that go on OnlyFans, and it's not just people that go on OnlyFans. There's all types of professionals that do this shit for sure. So it's like, oh, I'm on OnlyFans, so I'm an entrepreneur. I got things going, blah blah blah. But realistically, you're just making your money in different ways that you're showing off your assets, which is like great and all and all the power to you. Mm-hmm. But you're not on the same level as an entrepreneur that built what OnlyFans actually is. Right. I'm not sure if this is a man built platform or whatever you want to say, because yeah. I'm not even going to get into that conversation. Yeah. But somebody who is making a lot of money on OnlyFans is not the same level as on, uh, of entrepreneur as the person that created OnlyFans. And that is right. a fact. That's a period. fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Where, where I'll say he went wrong is like where that when it became like men created this and da da like 
Yeah, so no, he, I think you, he was you digging. Can't go to, yeah. He was digging at her. I think he like I don't know if he he does that for shock value. Mm. Maybe he's just doing that because he's like, you know what? I'm gonna get you mad. <laughs> so the reaction is gonna dictate how great this content goes. Fair. And, and she That's stormed fair. off. She and, said he got what he wanted. And like her storming off, and like I will say in arguments that I've had where there's been two completely different opinions in the room, when the person storms off, to me, they don't really have much. They, they, don't. they, they, they don't. don't have much, so they're going to be frustrated, and instead of looking dumb, they're going to mm-hmm. walk out and look mm-hmm. dumb by just cutting the combo short. Yeah. So I'm not even saying that she was all the way wrong. I just wish she had some more points. That's other it. Other than, like, you men come- versus women. Yeah, no, nah, you got to <laughs> come back with something else because, yeah, to his point, though, and I agree with that one area that you were talking about where it's not the same. You know, you go on being an influencer or you do this and what it's not the same as the person who started the company from scratch or who is, um, you know, is out there on Wall Street or wherever bank financial area. It's not the same level of entrepreneurship. There's just there's levels to this. It's different. Bro, it, there is. And I can tell you straight up off of my own experience, there's different levels and I've been at a couple different levels of it. And I'll say when I just started doing the uh, influencer stuff back yeah. years ago, yeah, that was a completely different level because I, I was just hoping to get plucked. Yep. Versus now the level of entrepreneurship involved, I'm not even thinking about myself first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the moves that I'm making are completely different and it's way hard. It's, it's like a way it's, there's way more strategy involved versus like me just saying I'm me doing me here's me showing you that this is me yeah now now it's just like I gotta think a little bit harder about this because I'm building a network or yeah. a, a platform or uh, an ecosystem that's it I'm that's not it. just building me and there's that's that's the difference between being somebody that is making a shit ton of money off of a platform that somebody's created for you to be empowered and become an entrepreneur yep you know, you're, you're completely different from the person that said, you know what, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to create a, a, a situation where a lot of people will benefit off of this, but I will benefit off of all of all those of people. Ex- exactly. <laughs> that's a exactly. very that's different. A different level. That's a different <laughs> level. And I think that's where, that's his main point, right? But when he talks about like it being men created this world and you're in, the, you're just living in a man's world, like, come on, bro, you can't. Is that is, is that the shock jock in him, or is that him digging at the girl? What do you think? Which one? Because I think it's one of those two. There's no other scenarios for me. Because that's I don't I don't truly be- think that he believes that 100 that it's only men running shit. Maybe he does. I don't know. Uh, that's the thing. I don't know enough maybe, about him. Yeah, never mind. I don't know. From, like, from what I've seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. He might actually believe that, and yeah. that I, that's the problem. Like, bro, we've seen that. Men are nothing without women, man, and vice versa. Like the two need each other. Bro, I'd say probably for three months, fam. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we need each other, and probably more so men, we need women. But you know, it's just like I I just can't stand by that statement. Mm. That's that's wild to me. That's wild to me. I don't I don't know how I feel about this guy because he says some outrageous things, but then he hits you with points. You're like, <laughs> I kind of agree with some of. Oh, I hate that. Some people are like that. Like, look yeah. at the Joker. I know, I know. I mean, yo, I think everyone's like that. Not everyone's not. There are some truly evil, sadistic people in this world, but like, at the same time, you know, there are polarizing figures for a reason. Because yeah, look at look are at gonna God. agree. 
Look, Chris, Chris Guy, the Toronto Joker. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's crazy, but like you, sometimes you'd be like, I learned something today, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck you, you're a little. I don't like <laughs> yeah. your approach, but exactly, right. exactly. And that's why I don't think that, I don't believe in absolutes. Like to be honest with you, you because can't, you can't. I don't think not not a, not a human, not a human beings. Mm-hmm. We're all flawed, so I don't think that there can ever be someone who is or be all the way like left all the way right oh and we're we're never like we never stay the same no us last year was different our the That's... dynamic of our conversations were different i oh, might yeah. have to like late tonight when i smoke that 2 a.m blunt <laughs> i might have to go back to episode five and just see how we were sounding not, no not even five i want to go to like when we were good yeah, Maybe yeah. I'll go to like 30 30 like, yeah. like i guarantee you the conversations were different. 100%. The the way that it, it, the way in which we were speaking was different. And that's why I love podcasting. Because to me, it's like it's a time capsule. I can always just go back it and is. see what I, what was going on, like whatever, whatever. A hundred percent. But yeah, there's no constants. I don't think that there there's absolutes. Uh, I believe you. I, I agree completely. Yeah, and like you know, I think about this a lot. I've been thinking about this a lot actually because of like. I think we just came off a year where, you know, we had a, an election in the States where, where there's talks that there could be election here in Canada this year. And it makes me think that, like, I can never say that I am 100% liberal or I'm 100% conservative or or NDP because I'm not. Like, I'm going to agree with some things on, on the conservative side. I'm going to agree with some things on a liberal mm-hmm. side. I might agree with some things on an NDP. It just no one party, no one ideology, I think, is supreme. No, and as long as we're mostly uh, Republican, that's what you smash. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Somebody Republicans was nodding sneakers before. Too. <laughs> you were ready to nod before I even said anything. You're like, yeah. 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 Mm, no. What did Jordan say? <laughs> Republicans buy sneakers too. Is that what he said. Yeah. It's uh, planning. It takes work. It takes. Shut up, Kevin Samuels. Um, <laughs> I think. Okay, I have. Uh, I have. Uh, I've been going off of the clips for a minute. Let's just go to our docket for a second because yeah, yeah. I feel like I forget some big things usually. And there's something that I know I want to. Oh, oh, oh. Let's go. Okay. Innovation versus invention. Mm, I feel like this kind of comes off of what we were just talking about. So there, I was talking to my brother about this and he thinks, well, not that he thinks, I'm not sure what his views are on this, but there, mm. there's a train of thought that says that there's no such thing as invention anymore. I'm not sure if it's anymore, but there's no such thing as invention. Gotcha. It's, it's always innovation. So when somebody said like, I don't know, the person who invented fire, yeah. there's an argument that says that that was just an innovation based off of what was already there. Mm. So it's not necessarily an invention. Mm. Do you think that's true? Let's bring this to like music. Okay. okay. Let's okay. make because this it, it can get really. I know we we could go. We might we might need so, to, we might need yeah. for this one. So let's <laughs> we'll go to music. When it comes to music, yeah, people are always especially hip hop. People are very like yeah. Yo, I invented the sound. I created this flow. Oh, don't get me fired I, up. Yeah. I, Wearing a shirt that says music is my life. Don't get me fired up right now, bro. So, Mr. Music is your life. <laughs> is there such thing, especially in mm. 2021, is there mm. such thing as invention? 
or is everything completely innovation? I'm on the side of innovation here, bro, because especially if we stick to the music, we stick to hip hop music. Mm -hmm. Hip hop wasn't necessarily invented. It was innovated off of sounds of other genres, specifically the DJs in New York scratching on dancehall tracks, scratching on soul tracks, scratching on jazz and, and, and R&B songs. That's really the essence of it. Mm-hmm. Is that an invention? I don't think so. I think that's no, more innovative. That's definitely innovative. Right? And so if you think of hip-hop, take it all throughout the history. It can't be an invention. It can't be an invention. And everyone's sampling. Like, the, hip-hop's all about samples. You're, you're, you're not stealing. You're borrowing from people who came before you, from things that you liked, and you flip it. You innovate off of what was before and turn it into something else. What about the storytelling aspect. So we get the flow, we get the melody, we get the the sound. Mm. But in terms of stories that we're hearing, is there such thing as this being something that we've never heard before? Nah, bro. There, my dad likes to tell me there's nothing new under the sun. And mm, I think it's matter. true. I think it's true, man, because maybe elements of things have tweaked, but the stories, the struggles, the... The, the ups, the downs, these have always been here. Mm-hmm. It, it's just the experience changes, obviously, right? But the essence of the story, it's the same. So Waka Flocka's Rooster in Bairari is not an invention. <laughs> I knew you were going to go to this. Okay, me, hear me out. Hear me out. Go, go for it. Listen, so based off of everything we just said, mm. forget even just what Walker's flow is, and we already had mentioned yeah, at yeah. the top of the pod that DMX, DMX is definitely an inspiration among many for, mm-hmm. for Waka. So Waka's song, Rooster in My Rari. Mm-hmm. If you guys know it, great. If you don't, I don't you don't even have to look at it, but I'll tell you that it's just about him getting a blowjob in his Ferrari. That's just the, the premise of the song. Is the song an innovation based on the fact that it's in a, it, it, it's a way that he took the the sound the the, the sorry the, the story or the yeah. situation of getting head in a rari and said you know what i'm going to turn this moment into a song similarly to how people take mm-hmm. moments like nba moments and nba top shot into nfts innovation or invention it's such a stretch <laughs> it's such a stretch oh because even even nfts yeah are not inventions exactly it, it's an innovate it's innovation off of what existed prior yeah yeah damn so is rooster and my just a in- innovation i think it's just an innovation man have you heard a song that you can think of? I'll give you like 10 seconds. Can you think of a song that was like an invention, like something brand new that you've never heard before? Because like even down to like Bruno Mars and, and um, Anderson, Anderson Pack. Pack. No, we've heard that that's sound. pure innovation. Like we, that sound yeah. is from the seventies. Exactly. We've heard that sound. There's gotta be something, but now, like now that you put me on the spot, I'm like, ah, I don't know. Oh, it does. does okay. 
Does Lil Uzi count? But no, because he's Future's kid. Okay, what about, okay, Young Thug? Future's kid. Uh, there's a little bit of Lil Wayne in there, too. And Wayne's kid. Huh. So Keep who, going. I know, there's I'm no trying, artist, I'm trying to think. There's, there's no, there is, there is none. Jack Harlow, every black rapper that ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hold on. Eminem. Eminem was like, I honestly feel like he's rock influenced more than he would ever, mm. he would ever admit. No, you're right. You're right. He will never admit it. But like that shit is like punk as fuck. I don't know if he would never, because he's, he definitely has messed around with rock. I'm only saying that because I've never, rock, I've never right. heard him speak about rock music and the intertwined no, you're aspect right. of you're what right. he, what, like what he talks about in his content. You're right. It sounds like a punk song to me. Yeah. A lot of, like Stan, that's punk to me. Yeah. Man. Damn. Maybe like no, even Dr. Dre when he started like Oh no, because everything was it's again examples and like yeah. Kanye, he can't even say Kanye. Kanye's is yeah, no. It's all no, I think we leave it there. Let let people think about it. Cause I, I would love if somebody would be like, yo. Actually, yeah, no, I, you know, Drake. I <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to no, have this all. discussion in our comments. I want to have this yeah. discussion in our comments because there, yeah, maybe there is no such thing as invention. Maybe. Um, I think, yeah, we can wrap here. I just want to, before we start going and signing off, I want to shout out, uh, homie Toby, who just joined us on yes. the pod and helping out, which is going to be great with the biz dev stuff. Uh, we also have the homie Gracie that, uh, you haven't even met yet, but we'll, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll chat through. She's listening to us from Australia, which is okay. lit. Down under. Um, oh, yeah, down under. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'll relate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just happy that we'll have some extra hands. we got some great things, as we mentioned um, on the la- a couple weeks ago, yeah. um, that are on the go. So I'm just excited to see um, that shit come to life. I know, I know. There's some, oh man, some big things coming and like just excited to the collaborators that we have, the creatives that we're, that we're partnering with. Oh man, it's beautiful. This is what we, this is what we always wanted. This is what we wanted to do was innovate in this space and just transform it. So can't wait. No more. What a time. The world generous speaking. You already know what it is. Patrick Dennis Jr. Instagram, Twitter, wherever I'm everywhere. Find me. Mm-hmm. Shop like Shaq. You wish you. You can find me on everything just like that. And I'm hoping that uh, Patrick hops on this freestyle. <laughs> ah, this guy put me on the spot. <laughs> I can try again if you need me to go on Pop Smoke Flow. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. One plus two plus two and two and four. <laughs> I'm cussing, I'm breaking down the door. Police are at the door, and I'm not at the door. I don't know what to say, all around this door and two and four. Oh. <laughs> Mo is very reminiscent of sticks. <laughs> that's a Scarborough thing. No, that's not the real one. I'm coming with the real one just now. You better write, write your raps down. <laughs> I got I need a ghostwriter. No, a couple. <laughs> Not to hire Corduroy. Jeez, honestly. 